Hey everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser from Amazing Appraising. We're here with a very, very special guest. And today's special guest is a former Major League Baseball player that was the all-star center fielder for the 1986 World Series New York Mets championship team. And everyone, I want to say a special hello, first of all, to my assistant, Kat. And co-host. And co-host. Hi, how are you? We have the guest. It's the one and only Lenny Dykstra. Lenny, say hello to everyone, please. Hey, hi, hey, how are you? Hi, Lenny. Right. We're, we're good. good. We're cold here good. in New York. Are you yeah, nice yeah. No, in uh, California? It's been a little colder than normal, but, you know, not like New York. And, man, this coronavirus got coldness everywhere you know mm-hmm. so where are you in california now i'm in westwood oh i know oh, where, wow. i know where that is That's yeah like, right by like ucla paper. yeah mm-hmm. lucky lucky sperm club neighborhood a lucky what the lucky sperm club neighborhood oh sperm club yeah lucky sperm club you know born in the wealth oh, okay cool. oh now we get it okay it's a, yeah, pretty it's good a, club a nice neighborhood pretty, pretty good club to be in you know what I mean? so what brings you to california i grew up here oh so you went back home yeah, now for a little while yeah the weather man i mean yeah weather's just so good i mean true people are a little rough you know it's like uh land of the great pretenders out here uh-huh <laughs> yeah no it is like everybody like they're your friend they find someone better mm-hmm. all the all the girls got the bolt-ons you know the <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and we it's like it's la la land bro it so, is. I used to live out there. It's exactly. Yeah, but but the weather, the weather is awesome. Though. Yeah, to the point where I, when I lived out there, I didn't check the weather. So when I moved back to New York, I yeah. checked the weather and then I would step outside and be like, oh my God, it's raining. I have to start checking the weather. Again. Yeah, it rains. I mean, I'll tell you what, I, I still go back to New York, even though with the virus and everything, but Mm-hmm. But um, it's New York's New York. It's nothing like well, it. Now. You played for the Mets. So how many years did you live in New York for? Well, I mean, I lived there like seven years. But, but you know, like then New York became like my favorite destination, you know, in the off season. So basically I lived there. If I had like a dollar of all the millions of dollars I spent, of hotels in New York, I'd be wealthy. Uh-huh. If that makes any sense. Made a little sense. What's new with you? First of all, as we all know, the New York Mets have a new ownership in place. Uh, his name is Steve Cohen. And I just want to know, what are your thoughts about the new ownership here in New York? Well, I mean, it's, it's um, I'm pretty close to that new ownership situation, you know? Number one, it's great for the Mets and great for the fans because, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, you have an owner that that wants to win and and has the ability to spend the money to and wants to spend the money and get the players. But, you know, he's had a couple... The second he went on Twitter, I knew he was a dead man, you know, because he just has a whole different world there, you know. But other than that, you know, some things came up where... I guess he had the general manager was caught, you know, um, sending um, dick pics, you know. Like, uh, I don't get this whole this whole dick pic thing. It's, it's nothing like my boy Wiener that was sending pictures of his wiener. That's the funniest thing I ever heard of, man. <laughs> so it's, it's really a crazy thing, right? I mean, it's, it is. Kind of, it's, you know, you I step don't back get it. and you think about this. Yeah. You, know, I don't, I don't, you have I, the guy, uh, you know, right, Anthony Wiener, right, who got... I, I, I don't get it though. The whole thing, you know, like uh, you're talking to a guy that that never even masturbated until he got to the. So I went to the cooler, you know. Uh huh. You know, I mean, what's his name? Just got the uh, expert manager, Mickey Calloway, just got caught doing the same thing a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. What happened to the good old missionary man like me? I'm just good old 
normal missionary man. Well, you, you know? know, I would I would say missionary, but I would say what you see is what you get. And yeah, I just, you know, know, I'm, not, I'm just a, I'm just a good old old fashioned man. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not into all this crazy. You know, I mean, like, people have to be careful with the internet now. Anything can get out. Oh, anything can get out, man. And the thing is, and when it gets out, it can go viral quick too. You know exactly. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know. It comes down to one thing, and if you want to be out there, man, you got to know know what you're doing. Sometimes, like you got to play certain roles and and all kind of stuff. But but I mean, look, right now is a, is a very weird time because you got a stock market that's going crazy. Okay, which let me give anybody advice. You, you give people advice on on how to make money on collecting sports memorabilia, right? And and you do it well. But like anybody, anybody that doesn't short the market right now, because there's no inflow. The market, the only reason the market's where it's at right now is because all the the money that the government's printed, you know? But if you think about it, the market is, it can't go up. I mean, instead of speaking, what's going to happen is all the people that haven't been paying their rent, you know, they passed a law where you get to sell your IRA now, no matter what age, and no penalty. What's going to happen is there's going to be no liquidity and, and, and people have to cover their margin calls and it's going to be sitting at ugly, dude. It's going to go down so hard and so fast. Mm-hmm. So somebody, yeah, it can't go up. Did you, it can't you go up. used to give financial advice years ago, right? Yeah, I was 701 on, on uh, with Jim Cramer. Right. I, um, I, I did deep in the money calls. Yeah, I had a little system there. No, so I tend to agree with you that this market today does not make any sense whatsoever. I think it's just catapulting because you have a lot of people that are sitting home and they have nothing to do other than bet on stocks because, you know, there's no way that in today's market when, you know, everything is at a standstill, most people are home, most businesses are closed, that you can justify that the majority of the businesses are doing well. I mean, some of them are. Well, not not on that. There's There's no inflow. So you remember... Remember, there's no money getting thrown back in in, in the kitty. In the meaning, right, right, right. right. What, what I'm saying though by that is, you picture this of the market. So, like, if you if you take like a small town, and in the middle of this town there's a water basin, and then that supplies the town with its water. So, mm-hmm. if people keep taking from that water, okay, and not refilling it, obviously you're gonna have a problem, right? And that's kind of where the market is. Like, there's no info. Nobody's putting new money in the market. If anything, it's going out. Okay, so so the operators on Wall Street and they're operators. Okay, all, all of Wall Street is is sophisticated gambling. Okay? I mean, meaning you know you have your sports betting, which is like lower level gambling, and you have your your higher level. It's all about a commission. It's just all about it's all about the juice. But I think there there is some new money that's coming in, but it's from you know the average investors that can't put it in in real estate anymore or buy anything, so they're putting it in the market. I think. I mean, I think. What that, new? What new? You talking about these bozos from fucking Reddit? These idiots? Some of them. I mean, what do you think of the GameStop situation? It's a joke. Stock company's a piece of shit. I mean, I think I think what they did is illegal. They manipulated the stock, and but you know, look, the bottom line is, is there's a lot of wealthy guys out there. And the way it works in this world is man with the gold makes the rules. Okay. That's how it works. You want to make the rules get wealthy. What they did is, you know, they all got together and manipulated the stock. It's already down. It's going to keep going down. But everyone else agrees, thinks it's like cool that they kind of got over on the big guys, but they'll get crushed at the end of the day. They always do. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely become a thing, a big thing during the pandemic. So many people are day trading on Robinhood that really yeah. weren't doing that before. Yeah. Yeah. See, all these people are all going to get crushed when this market goes south. See, and the market is going south because you know why? You can't go any higher. There's no there's no, 
nothing to justify it. And remember, they have to make you sell so they can get commission again. Over the last 50 years, every 11, 12 years, the market gets hammered. So mm-hmm. now, now you have that on top of the fact people have no money. Right. I mean, like, like literally, and they've been letting, you know, like in California, we have a moratorium where you don't have to pay rent. So right. people, people think, okay, wait, you don't have to pay rent. No, wait a second. In five months, when you owe $20,000, you got to pay it. Mm-hmm. So what, what are you going to do? I mean, so it's just what they're going to do. They're going to sell their IRAs and all that 100%. stuff. Question about sports. So Lee here is one of the biggest collectors in sports memorabilia. You being an ex-baseball player, do you collect sports memorabilia as well? No, I, I never have. Um, my good friends have, mm-hmm. but I've been around. I've been around it a lot. I've been a lot of shows, but yeah, you know, there's like one of my good friends was was Charlie Sheen until he went. I uh, had the complete meltdown. Is he a he big quite, yeah, he was Oh yeah, he's a one of the biggest ever. Interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, he'll, he'll tell you about the controversy with Babe Ruth's uh, ring. The thing it was his daughter or granddaughter or someone. The Charlie bought it from some uh, collector in New York. Supposedly, it was might not have been a, the real deal. You know what I'm talking about, Lee? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So it was someone bought one one of Babe Ruth's some. I think with granddaughter or great granddaughter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, look, the bottom line is your job is a little more advanced, though, than, than the average student sports collector. I mean, what do you actually do to well, you validate stuff to make right? Make, I authenticate the stuff based on yeah. the research and whatever historic things I can find. You yeah, but you're doing you're authenticating heavy duty stuff, artillery, but we do smaller things too. We do, yeah, but you're not sitting at a show sitting there watching guys sign autographs. So, I mean, like without authenticity really is worthless you know what i mean that's true okay well, lenny we're going to take a short break everyone will be right back with new york mets all-star lenny dykster in just a second nails do you have a car that you may want to sell for the highest immediate cash price with the absolute best and most convenient service available apr 57 is new york city's leading buyer of all collectibles of art jewelry watches antiques as well as used or vintage cars if you have any used or pre-owned cars that you want to sell immediately for the highest cash prices and be treated like the valued client you are call or text us at 212 Be sure to bring your vehicle to our new 4,000 square foot gallery on the corner of Broadway and 57th Street for our final inspection and a verified high cash offer and payment. So call or text us today at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000. Remember, APR 57 is the go-to place for getting the highest cash price for your valuables such as rare watches, diamonds, gold jewelry, gold and silver coins, sterling flatware, Tiffany items, stamp collections, sports cards, memorabilia, fine art, Judaica, as well as used cars in any condition. So drive in or stop by West 57th and Broadway to get the highest and fairest cash offer on the spot. Free snacks and drinks while you wait. Welcome back, Nails. Hey, did you read that, that email I sent you? I did read the email. So everyone who has an interest in it, we can start from the beginning. There's a picture on the Met, Mr. Ron Darling, <laughs> who decided for really no reason, I don't know the reason, but he decided to write a book about some of his memoirs, his history with the Mets, you know, that happened during the 1980s, I guess, 90s. For whatever reason, he wrote in the book and he disparaged a couple of his teammates. Yeah. yeah. Including your nails here, Lenny Dykstra. Well, you lied, yeah. He accused him of basically during the World Series while he was in the on-deck circle of, you know, saying very disparaging racial comments about the pitch of the Boston Red Sox oil oil can boys. 
Yeah. You know, Dolly made these terrible accusations. And as far as I know, as of this date, he hasn't found one person on the Mets, on tape, on video, nobody who would collaborate the story that he basically said was true, that uh, Lenny said these terrible things. They never will. What was your response to that, buddy? Well, I sued him, you know, and and, uh, and then I went on. And what happened was is um, first three players to come out and speak up against it were African-American. Gooden, Strawberry, and Kevin Mitchell all, like, said it was a lie. And then it got uglier and uglier. And Wally Back in the on-deck circle said it was a complete lie. And I was, it was a 23-year-old kid. I mean, I didn't even know what, like, it's crazy what he's talking about. And then um, the fans started burying Darling to the point where it was a nightly annihilation. I mean, like they were taking him apart to where he had to make a panic because they were calling for his job. Then. Mm-hmm. So that's when he pulled the... Let's we'll just say, we'll just say out of the blue, unfortunately, or whatever. You say cancer. He, he claimed that he was diagnosed yeah. with cancer and he had to take a leave of absence for yeah. a number of months or six months, whatever yeah. it was, until he recuperated and had an operation, et cetera, et cetera. And Mr. Lenny here contends that there was no... I yeah, guess, no, no, no not only contends, I have all the facts, uh, that there was no um, proof that Darling never presented. Yeah. Well, I talked to the doctor. The doctor, Darling's lawyer wrote a fake letter pretending to be Dr. Olishny. That was the end of it because uh, Olishny, of course, denied it because he didn't want to have medical fraud. So, like I said, it's the mess, dirty little secret. You know what I mean? And see, they're too far in. It's, it's, so, it's so heavy duty, like Flanker next to you is saying, like, what the hell is he talking about? You know? Because it's that heavy. But remember, baseball is about one thing, and it always has been. It's about the integrity of the game. Okay? Look what happened when they did with these guys in Houston, uh, supposedly cheating, giving signs, which was a joke. That was ridiculous, dude. What are you going to do? That was like the crazy. Because I played 12 years. You got to wait. Wait. I didn't hear the trash can. Hold on. You know, like, you know, hard. You know, hard that it is for that to happen. But Manfred treated that like it was like the, like the Black Sox channel, you know? Well, I mean, not yeah. really, Lenny, to be honest with you. I differ with you because he didn't do anything. The players got all off scot-free. They had no repercussions. No, what do you mean? He got, he got, what do you mean? The managers all got fired. No, they got the, the manager and the GM were let go, but the players yeah. didn't suffer anything. No I mean, players play, play have been selling signs forever, man. And by the way, what they're saying happens is impossible to happen, but at the end of the day, Commissioner, they all know about Darling's cancer and they haven't done nothing about it because they're too far in. So it's only get uglier because it's, you know, it's that dirty little secret, bro. You know, every other family's have with dirty little secrets, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm minding, and we're just normal people, you know? But some families do, unfortunately, you know what I mean? But we're getting off, off topic here. Tell some famous stories here. Didn't you mention something that when you visited the ballpark in Atlanta with Ted Turner, you had some encounter? Uh, oh, with- yeah, yeah. No, no, I hated playing Atlanta Braves, you know? Because, um, well, they were a rival, and they were good pitching, team had good pitching, and so, but, you know, yeah, I remember, like, in the 90s, you know, I was on the shit, you know, on the juice, you know, and I was walking around, I got a 15-inch cock, you know what I mean? And like I'd be leading off the game on the road when you're leading off the game. Pretty powerful thing because they can't start until you get in the batter's box. For people who don't know, Lenny always batted first, typically lead off with the Mets. So the game doesn't start until the first player gets in. Yeah, yeah. That's where I have all the power, bro. But before I before I get in the box, I stop and I look at uh, James Bond every time they get their right in their eyes and I look at it and say, I wanna fuck you. 
Okay. And, oh, and, and, <laughs> and I never, I mean, I never got there, you know, uh-huh. but, but I think every time that I did it and I literally stopped, we'd lock horns. I mean, but I didn't go any further than that. They, they yell at me, get in the box, in the box, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was voted the most hated player in the league five years in a row, which is a pretty good honor, you know? That's for sure. Did Ted, did Ted Turner say anything to you or no? He's too goofy, man. He was always looking around. I don't even know if he even knew noticed. So uh, you want to just tell everyone how you got the nickname Nails? Yeah, I'm really curious. Well, I don't know how. I mean, like, I played hard. And if you remember a guy named uh, Rafael Santana, the shortstop? Sure. Yeah. yeah. He said, when the tough as nail, he said, you know, and like, it kind of stuck with me. And Bill Robinson, first base coach. and You didn't, have, you didn't have it until you came to the Mets, right? Yeah, no, I didn't. It was, it's not a bad nickname either, you know? It's a great it's name. Cool. Nails, yeah. Better than thumbtacks, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, you would. I would think of you as somebody who would, like, run full speed, hit the wall, come back okay, right? I mean, that's- Yeah, yeah. So you have to do, man, you know? No? But, I mean, baseball, is, it's a really weird place it's at right now because are people going to be allowed to go to the games this year or not i mean like i mean uh, I, so- I don't know it's going to be a while i mean it's going to be a while maybe a year before it gets back to normal I is the, va- the vaccine is working you think or what yeah i mean they say it is well, you, I- need to, you, you need to authenticate it bro i'm just telling you off the top of my head i mean <laughs> no, i no. i'm telling what i believe of this whole vaccine deal and I agree. so I'm not, you know, I, I haven't made that decision yet myself because, you know, I'm under 65. Thank God. And I'm in good health. So I haven't been offered it yet. But I, there's a part of me that if I was offered, it would probably want to wait a little while just to see the results of everybody else. They made this vaccine normally it takes five years. They did it in eight mm. months. So, I'm just the opposite. You know, you know so I'm, like, yeah, I'm just the opposite. Like somebody said, hey, if you've never taken this pill before, you better take half. Right. I say fuck that. I'll give me two. <laughs> have you t- have you taken the vaccine yet or no? No, I'll, I'm I'm gonna. I mean, and you didn't get sick yet, right? You haven't. No, virus don't want, they don't want no part of my ass. That thing. <laughs> you know, virus but, but, part of you. Yeah, it doesn't want part of me. But but I will get the vaccine since they bring it out. Why wouldn't I? What do you got to lose? Oh, I'm, I'm guessing so. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think no one really knows how much the vaccine covers the other variants. Yeah, oh, what's that? Well, but they don't know that. No, but that's still not the issue. Well, what's the long-term effects? Well, maybe what's the other variants? Take a vaccine that they know covers all the variants. Well, uh, so far, the, I think there is ample proof that you'll be covered, but that's not the reason why anyone is refusing, I believe. Dude, you're cool. Hey, dude, you're cool. This is hot. Thank you. You're talking to me, yeah. right? Or her? Yeah. No. Thank you. Come on. You know. Thank you, Lonnie. Hey, 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 listen, no, that's smart, bro, especially because, you know, we're in the business of, of you know, Okay, let's pre- there. I don't know what we're in the business. <laughs> we're for very professional work. Presentation, though, bro. Presentation. Well, how's your, uh, tell me, how's your favorite football player, OJ? How's he doing? The Juice. He blocked me. The Juice blocked me. He needs good blocking. On, on, on Twitter. Good. No, he blocked me on Twitter because I buried him every day. Uh-huh. Every day. Yeah, I buried him alive every day. Well, he buried um, some people, so you can bury yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he did bury some people. In fact, the attorney that did represent the Goldmans in, in the uh, civil trial, you remember? Daniel Petro, Daniel Petrocelli. Oh yes, he's a very he, he, uh, accomplished. He's my yeah, I know he got twenty million dollars of mine. He's been he was my attorney the whole time, and so he told me the whole thing. He said it was unbelievable, dude. This guy was an animal. 
He said he carved them people up. And poor Ron Goldman, man, talk about no good D goes unpunished. Just bringing them glasses back. I mean, you know, when you're fighting for your life, there's like a surge of adrenaline. Right. Like, and he said, Attorney was telling me about it. He said that he couldn't even stop it. You know, OJ Simpson. That's, again, I don't want to get into that. Because that's just okay. like, it's, it's that's a tough a sad, deal. That's a sad story with OJ. It's a sad story, man. You know, right. he was like, you know, it's crazy, right? I mean, he was very, I mean, a little different than Bill Cosby, but along the same way, these guys were top in their profession, top in their field, the most respected people in their business. And uh, they, like you said, they buried themselves, man. Just crazy. Crazy. Really crazy. Crazy. Okay, everybody, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of Amazing Appraising. We would like to thank all of our amazing fans and listeners for tuning in this week. We would also like to give a big thank you to our very, very special guest, Lenny Dykstra, for joining us. We'll be continuing our conversation with Lenny next week, so be sure.